0: Okay. All right. Um, So I'm going to start off with a little demonstration. I am a teacher. (laughs) Um, So um, I'm going to turn off the lights. (laughs) Don't get scared. It's not completely dark, but. um, So this is my light. All right. And here's a bowl. And hopefully everybody can see, but I'm going I'm to do this. All right. So I've got a bowl over my light, okay? But now I'm going to take off the bowl and I'm going to put it on a stand. There you go. And it's a, it's a small light, but it's it's a light. And theoretically, this is going to spread a lot more light without that bowl over it. Okay, I'm gonna put the lights back on. Okay, so. Um, Tonight, Barb and I uh, get to speak about embracing the call to seek and save the lost, and I am titling my part, Letting Your Light Shine. Um, So if you could turn with me to Matthew 5, uh, Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 through 16. I'm really just gonna focus on one scripture on my part, and it's this one. It says, you are the light of the world, a city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. <laughs> so I'm, I'm humbled to be speaking on this subject, uh, because evangelism was really never a strong point in my walk with God. Um... By God's grace and faithfulness in answering my prayers, I feel that he has grown my character in this area in the last few years. Um, so I'm the kind of person that uh, I can be fine speaking in front of a group of people. Um, I can be fine with teaching a room full of rowdy high schoolers <laughs> um, or directing people in a wedding party, telling them where to go, what to do. <laughs> but striping, striking up a conversation with a stranger or making small talk has like never been my thing. Um, I just, yeah, it's, I feel very I like a fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a big part of why I struggled with sharing my faith for so many years was really my pride, mm-hmm. um, which most often manifests itself in insecurity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still struggle with this even now. This is kind of embarrassing for me to admit, but, um, my first instinct when I would like run into somebody, um, Unexpectedly, that I knew in a public place, um, I would my first instinct was act like I didn't see them, (laughs) and um, I know it's really bad. Um, You know, inside. So here's an example. This is like what inside my brain I would be saying to myself. So I just spotted a former coworker from my job five years ago in the pasta aisle in Hanford oh there's Joanne she's uh, she's thinner and her hair is short now no don't look at her <laughs> don't make eye contact then she'll know you recognized her and then she might recognize you <laughs> then what would you say will she even remember you did she like you probably not <laughs> she probably still talks bad about why you left the job with the other coworkers, and it will be totally awkward and you really don't have time to chat right now. What, what do you even say? Plus, you're wearing yoga pants and haven't showered today. Definitely don't talk to her. <laughs> Go to the next aisle. Um, but that's, like, how my brain works. And it's really pathetic. Uh, but am I, I'm sure I'm not alone in feeling this way in these types of situations. And, you know, it's not that I don't like people, but I allow insecurities from Satan... To flood my heart and my mind that keep me from being just plain friendly to people let alone letting my light shine and these insecurities were bowls that I was hiding my light under so point number one is remove the bowls and um, I ask you tonight what are your bowls? What holds you back from shining your light? Do you struggle with insecurity too? Um, selfishness Apathy towards the lost. Are you buying into the lie that you're too busy right now, or maybe you're too messy or too weak right now to help anyone else? Jesus is our ultimate example of letting our light shine. Mm-hmm. He took time to prioritize loving other people. He was willing to being, uh, he was willing to be inconvenienced and willing to be awkward. Mm-hmm. He took detours on his journeys, he allowed hiccups in his plans, he pushed through his own fatigue and hunger to heal people and to touch them. Jesus was a good friend. And um, I really began to work on this area in my character out of necessity when I became a new mom um, shortly after Cole was born. I was going through this major life transition that I didn't I wasn't fully able to comprehend prior to entering it. And I was kind of going through an identity crisis. I feel most people go through this when they become a new mom. And um I needed friends walking with me daily Um, as each day felt so monumental at this point in my life. And I really needed peers going through the changes I was going through at the same time that I was going through them so we could, like, talk about what bottles to use and, oh, my gosh, like, my kid won't sleep through the night. Is your kid sleeping through the night? Yada, yada. But um, I just, you know, I knew I needed mom (coughs) friends um, at the same stage of life, and I had to go outside of the church for that to look for those peers. And um, so I started going to a weekly breastfeeding support group, and insecurity was right there with me day one when I went. This is what my brain sounded like on this day. Ugh, I'm an hour and a half late to this meeting. (laughs) They should kick me out already. My hair is wet. How did they all make it here on time? Some of them are even wearing makeup. (laughs) Crazy people. (laughs) They make it look so easy Oh my gosh, look at her and her baby, they match. <laughs> they must have the most <laughs> they must have the most incredible bond. <laughs> Just call me hot mess mom. And I had to step away and say, not today, Satan. <laughs> I needed to be real and raw and stop hiding my light under a bowl. I might be hot mess mom, I am, but I have Jesus. And I needed to let my light shine. So I made it my goal after that first time to go around the room each week and talk to every single mom that was there. And every session, I was the one that was awkward, and I walked over everybody sitting down and with my screaming baby at times and talked to every single woman, and I made sure to do that before I left each week. And I started making friends. And you know what? These new moms, they were all insecure too. And they desperately needed and wanted friends, too, even if they didn't seem like it. And they desperately needed Jesus. And um, so I just want to encourage you, don't put bowls over your light. All right, point number two. Find your stands. Jesus was purposeful in his ministry. He made plans um as far as where he went on his journeys when he went where he went and who he'd seek out um while also being willing he was also willing to be interrupted if the opportunity came up um along his plan within his plans if an opportunity came up to heal somebody he stopped and healed them but um i like to call our stands for our lights um are strategic places where your light can reach more people um, your workplace and school are definite places where people will be in your life consistently and the key I think is consistency so that you can invest in and build relationships and as a stay-at-home mom I had to get creative because within my own home my light was only going to shine to one little person so um, After moving on from the breastfeeding group that I started going to, I started up a new group with some of my new mom friends that I made in that group, and I started Mommy and Me, which is a weekly play group. Um, And I just kind of decided this would be a ministry focus for me. And I have met with this group um, that I started every week now for three and a half years. And uh, there were times that I thought about quitting it. Danielle knows (laughs) And um, there were times where I wondered, like, is this very effective? Um, but I stuck with it <coughs> and um, just prayed a lot about it. And because of my group, I met Tita and was able to share my life with her and eventually the gospel. Amen. And it took three years of praying, and, um, but God blessed me now with one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And also, um, Alex is one of Cole's best friends, and now she's having a baby girl to be Avon's best friend. And um, it's just like I could not have seen that, you know, back then. And um, it's just such a blessing to to have her family um, in our church and in our family group. And um, there are best friends to be made. More, more best friends to be made in this group. And, um, you know, other stands that I've been making over the years is um, just a couple examples. I'm a member of a monthly French conversation group for three years now Um, because I speak French. Um, That's in my community in Scarborough. I've got Cole's preschool. Um, On the first day of school, I gave out slips of paper with my information on it asking if the other parents wanted to connect, and I created an email list and a Facebook group for us to connect and communicate for playdates. You know, um, do you have stands? Do you have stands that where you can shine your light and be more effective mm-hmm. to shine broader? Um, do you need a fresh one in your life, in your stage of life right now? Um, I just want to you know encourage us all to create habits that put put you in people's path consistently. Yeah. You know, maybe you work out at the gym at consistent times. Maybe you join a new group that aligns with your personal interests. A sports league, a knitting group, a yoga class, a book club. Uh, Maybe you start a lunch break walking group at your workplace. Um, But most of all, pray for opportunities. Pray for the people that you meet in these new places or the places you already are. You know, and maybe your struggle isn't the same as mine. Maybe your struggle isn't talking with people or making new friends. But maybe you struggle with taking your friendships deeper Mm -hmm. and sticking with people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just want to encourage you to stay loyal and invest in their lives and pray for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Be willing to be vulnerable and let them in and serve them. Let these new friends also serve you too. I think sometimes, like as disciples, we think like, "Oh no, I need to be the one like that's affecting them and that's serving them." But don't deprive them of opportunities to share and care for you too, because the the reciprocal action that's what builds depth is when you're in each other's lives. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I had to realize that these that people aren't just gonna come up to me and say, "Oh, Lindsay." please tell me about, you know, your God and your faith and your church and your life. Wow. You know, tell me, (laughs) you know, that sounds kind of funny, but I think like sometimes in the back of my mind, like subconsciously, I kind of was like thinking that like, that's what shining my light was, was like being a good person and people noticing that I was good. But, you know, um, I think like, you know, I have to be around people consistently and invest in meaningful friendships, Um, be real with them, be genuine, and let God's light shine through me and not hiding it. And, you know, I had to kind of realize what that looks like because I think I had it wrong for a long time. You know, I spent a long time being awkward with sharing my faith. Um, I tried to wrap up my Christianity in this, you know, like (coughs) neat and tidy little package with a beautiful bow on top and a church invitation and like, here you go. Like I'm a Christian. Welcome, come to my church, and it just like wasn't very effective. Um, but I think like, you know, again, maybe that's not your struggle, but that was mine. I thought that I needed to to reach people. I needed to kind of have it all together, and um, you know, we got to be real with our friends outside the church and let them know your struggles, but also how you're clinging to God through your struggles, and um, you know, one of the most fruitful times of my life so far was during and after my miscarriage um, in 2017. you know, and I prayed that God would use that tragedy in my life for His good, and he, he has, and I believe that He will continue to. I'm like starting to see a ripple effect of people who I didn 't think were open at all going through struggles and reaching out to me and saying, "Lindsay, you know, share a scripture with me. Tell me how you got through this hard time." that I didn't expect. Um, and, you know, it, it's encouraging to see that God can use our messes for his good. Um, <clears throat> and two scriptures come to my mind um, with this. You can write them down. But 2 um, Corinthians tw- uh, chapter 12, verse 10, Paul says, For when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, you know, in our weakness... Is when God can really shine through us. And I just want to encourage you guys too with that. And um, you know, when we step aside sometimes, that's when Jesus can truly shine through in our lives. And the second scripture is John 12, verse 24, where Jesus says, Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Again, this idea of dying to ourselves. Putting to death those those bowls, those insecurities, those things, those hang-ups, putting those to death to let our light shine. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, and as we let our light shine and show others, not how great and put together we are, but how great our God and our Savior Jesus, how how great they are. Amen. Let us remove our bowls that cover that light up, the insecurity, the busyness of our lives selfishness apathy and let's be intentional and pray for growth in these areas of our characters let's try to find stands um, looking for and praying for opportunities and new places to let our light shine farther and make meaningful relationships and fight to be consistent in building these new friendships and let god use you not just when things are going well in your life, but during all seasons of your life. Let's drop excuses and the pressure to have it all together, but let's be real and open about how God, his word, and his son fill our lives and hearts with light. Love you all. I give you Barb.